From Mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, Mark Miller, and Karen Greenwald announcing show number 26. Welcome to Vanda Shosen. Please take some drugs now. <laughs> Mondays is produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com And now, the man in a room with a bunch of nerds and he's not afraid to use them, Carl Franklin. Yo. Happy Monday, everybody. We hope you had a good weekend. And I'm Carl, and you're here listening to Mondays once again. This is a very special show. Uh, because we have 99% of the cast here. I mean, if you extrapolate, 99% of the cast is here in the same room. Not by weight. <laughs> well, maybe, actually. Richard, you're the only remote uh, person this week. I'm the only one. Uh, uh, Jeff is here, and Karen's here, and Mark is here, and Jeff's friend Steve is here, and my friend Mario Cardinal is here from blahblah.net. He started hanging out, and uh, welcome. We're here in New London. And uh, you know where New London is, right? That's the place where they can kick you out of your house and, you know, to build I a Walmart so and make a mall. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm so, so sad about it sucks. that. I would give you a comparison uh, there, Carl. This week, Vancouver City Council voted to not allow Walmart to build at all in Vancouver. Nice. Woo! Nice. <laughs> No, but that that totally freaks me out. And everybody here, and many, many, many people here in New London are like, "Yeah, but it's a crap area anyway." That's yeah, it's the How precedent is, now. That is so not the point. Right. You know, it doesn't right. matter what area you're talking about now. Now you're totally f- wherever you are. That's right. People all across America now are going. Uh, you're totally what wherever you are, Karen. F-ed. Now, or, now the reason that we're bleeping <laughs> the f word on this show, and we've been getting quite a bit of hate mail, actually, not hate mail, but people are like, "They're concerned. Guys, they think we're censoring ourselves." First of all. We're doing it for two reasons. Number <laughs> number one, it's funny, right? Yeah, Leaping I mean, is funny. I, mean, <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> wait until I have to edit that later on today. That's that's gonna be great. Plus, fucking Jeff gets fucking paid by the fucking bleep, right, Jeff? <laughs> I fucking wish. All right, fucking ass sucking cocks, mother mother smother and mother hello sucking mechanism. Other words that he is saying right now. So I, that's right. All right. We haven't said a what for them. We haven't said pimple a licking. So we we can munching, say them. Buggity Buddha. Buggity Buddha. I don't think you have to bleep that one. Buggity Buddha. Oh, All right. So anyway, so the real reason, the real reason, is very simple. We want people to be able to listen to this at work without people raising eyebrows, and you know, listen to it in the car. You know, with their families. <laughs> yeah. 
boogity doodah, like man. On the picnic. Very likely. On a trip to grandma's house. Very family friendly here. Boogity, boogity, boogity doodah. For the family Thanks. that embraces poop talk. Yeah, I'm going to say, say you're listening to this show at work and you hear Mark ranting about buggity Buddha. That's definitely not going to raise any eyebrows. <laughs> None at all. If you work in a mental hospital, maybe. <laughs> buggity Buddha. So I, I have come up with a solution to this because there's obviously people out there who think that the quality of the show suffers if they don't get to hear at least one f- every show. We should let one f- in every show. Well, man. we actually no, have them, let- but that's because <laughs> Jeff has been losing his mind. You yeah, let yeah. one f- in and it's a slippery slope to hell, I'll tell you boys. <laughs> don't even let the first f- in. Especially if you're using Astroglide with those f- Oh, God. What? Where did that come from? I don't know, Karen. The slippery slope with letting the f***s in. I mean, come on. You walked right into that one. I don't even know what that means. Astroglide. What are you... Are you not gay? No, I'm not. So, so, um... You know, I was telling you guys before the show started that uh, Gretchen and I were over at Karen and Troy's house the other night when the kids were playing downstairs, they were watching a movie. And Karen was telling us some stories about, you know, when she was a teenager, she followed Madonna a lot, right? And that you actually, like, took Madonna as your confirmation name. And Troy looked at us and said, did I tell you my wife is a f***ing freak? (laughs) (laughs) And Carl said, makes good radio. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, you have to understand that my husband is very straight laced. Yeah, yeah. He's very, very, very. Right. But straight. gay. Oh, gay, but straight laced. <laughs> right. Not straight sexuality. Right. <laughs> no, we know that come. about you, Karen. And he doesn't listen to the show either. Oh, right. no, 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 no. There'll be no listening for <laughs> There will be no listening. There will be no, 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 no. At the Greenwald listening household. Listening in the household of the Greenwalds. In fact, you need to, when Spencer's old enough to download onto his iPod, we need to stop this whole system. Because <laughs> <laughs> archives need to be erased. <laughs> yeah. Broadcasting to everywhere but southeastern Connecticut. Exactly. All right. Anyway, I've come up with a solution for the uh, the people who actually need to hear at least one f- on every show. And that is we have the regular show with bleeps and censored for content. And I don't mean censored, just edited for content. And then if you want to get the unedited version, you pay. Ooh. How's that? Ooh. That's a good idea. And man. I'm not talking like a lot man. of money. I'm talking, you know, 20, 30 bucks a year. Something like that. You get a feed to the unedited versions, and Which everybody's happy. And all happy. the f- you want for thirty bucks a year. That's right. <laughs> it's a good That's deal. A cool idea, man. Did she just say and all the f- you want for thirty bucks? That's a year? That's what she said. <laughs> That's right. I folks. don't confirm nor deny. This it, is a special bonus. Karen is going to make herself available. <laughs> okay. For all subscribers, thirty bucks a year. All right. I don't well, know why he doesn't <laughs> listen to the show. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some email. This is an email that uh, I'm sure you're all going to like to hear. Hi, Carl. And this is from Michael Bradshaw. Hi, Carl et al. Just want to say I love Mondays. And if you ever have to move to donation wear through lack of a sponsor. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's no no problem there. You'll find I'm one of the first emptying my PayPal account in your direction. Please try to get Karen to turn up on a regular basis. (laughs) There you go. The feminine non-geek counterpoint to you guys makes great listening. Especially when she gets stuck into Mark or Jeff. Not that I'm saying you should provoke her or anything. Uh, <laughs> For the love of God, I don't, don't provoke her. Yeah, I don't need to provoke uh, Karen at all. <laughs> what are you trying to say? It, it just kind of happens. <laughs> but guys, please lose the anti-Apple bigotry. 
It's so last century. About oh. Jeff's little rant in the 620 show, I guess I must be the one Mac user who can figure out how to download an MP3, except I actually download the AAC format because it's bookmarkable, and I can actually listen to shows in sections at different times. Now, Carl, I'd like, I'd like to cut in here. You, I've seen this email, and... Uh, and you know it continues sort of more more along the That's same. That's pretty lines. much the whole idea yeah. of it. And yeah. um, and apparently he's also the one Mac user who's listening to the comedy show who doesn't get that it was a fucking joke. <laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ, man! <laughs> Mac OS X is built on top of free and open source software. It's based on like some of the best operating systems in the world. And there's still no software for it. It's just a joke, guys. <laughs> it's just a joke. Come on. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, That's why this is a comedy show. Comedy. I mean, dude, I, I run Linux at home, and, and I've got an, an XP laptop, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm totally, like, tri-platform sexual or something. Yeah, well, whatever. That explains the hair. Editing that all whole thing out. <laughs> We're going to edit that right Jeff's out. Jeff's so glad that he's in the edit position now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that won't be edited out of the unedited show. Maybe. Assume the edited position. The other thing that I want to talk about before we get going here is iTunes, right? iTunes recently uh, came out with podcasting support. Do they support BitTorrent? Of course not. No. Not only do they not support BitTorrent, but they don't even kick off your BitTorrent downloader if you happen to download a torrent file in your podcast feed. That's pretty sweet. So we're basically in incompatible with uh with uh itunes that's pretty annoying well uh i think what we're going to do is we're going to uh test we're going to also make a an http feed because i really you know as much as i hate to do it i really can't ignore the vast majority of people out there who are going to use itunes and who are going to be dissatisfied because they can't get us be the mpeg the mp4b stream that's the aac format stream yeah the aac format because that's Um, what that's what ipod users and people using itunes would probably use anyway right exactly so we'll we'll do that and those non-hippie non-communists won't want to download that format (laughs) the other thing we can do guys is we can have an hdp stream it's just that we can publish the rss in such a way so that by time zone it's delayed by an hour. Mm, that's true. So we can we can work it out. And you know, we can also just try what the hell total balls to the walls all at the same time and actually see if anybody chokes cuz I don't think we've ever done that. Yeah, the only person who's going to choke is going to be our IT guy who does no, the No, no, uh, hey, we we have we have a dedicated <laughs> uh we have a dedicated circuit. We can do it without that's bothering true. anybody. That's true. So anyway, now that, that geek stuff is out of the way, let's talk Whew. about the other geek stuff. That's kind of boring. The week. Yeah, kind of boring. So this is the week in geek. This is where I comb the uh, comb the internet for geeky stories, science stories, whatever geeks would like, and embellish it uh, to make it sound though, you know, just a little bit dumb. Yeah, and you know, Carl, I gotta say. You know, browsing the internet myself, I found out that it's it's really hard to find geeky and stupid things that people do on the internet. Yeah, very, very, very hard. I don't know what uh, what the deal is there. Well, anyway, this isn't really a geek story, but I thought it was interesting how they came up with this. Dennis Rader, the Kansas serial killer known for his self-professed thumb rule BTK, whom police hunted for 31 long years before nailing him February this year, told a Wichita court Monday in vivid details how he committed the crimes on a project basis, ruthlessly killing the victims and often deriving sexual pleasure out of the act. His constant boasting about his crimes was ultimately his undoing. Uh, Police obtained this surveillance recording in which Raider shows a murder weapon to his family. 
Small beaver. How do you like it? Boy, Wally, it's really neat. What the hell? What do you think of it, Mom? Well, neat's hardly the word I'd use to describe it. <laughs> you can hardly see the meat stains anymore. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. In case you didn't catch that, while uh, Wally said you can hardly see the meat stains anymore. <laughs> you know, I think that clip would have sounded a lot funnier with some other kind of lead-in. Oh, okay. Instead of the, you know... Here's Mark critiquing my so, comedy again. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's I'm just like, never dude, I'm not before. Mark Miller, all right? I get 10 minutes with WordPad to come up with this shit. Potentially funny, and then like, oh, man. Now, the next story's headline speaks for itself. So go to shrinkster.com slash 6D7. And the headline says, timing of next Indonesia tsunami, a mystery. Oh, hey, this just in, Carl. Outcome of 2006 presidential election still unknown. <laughs> Timing of next Indonesia tsunami a mystery. Do you think? Gee, yeah. There's just nothing else you can say about that that Jeff didn't already say. Yeah. Well, anyway, Microsoft might license Xbox software. Tokyo, forget the video game console. Your TV could already have the brains to play those games. A coin Microsoft chairman Bill Gates hinted Thursday that his company might license the software underlying its Xbox gaming machine to a variety of to a variety of outside companies in a bid to expand the market share for the Xbox machine. On the list of companies being considered are Sony, Nintendo, and Apple. God. I should really stop doing this bit, shouldn't I? You guys aren't gonna laugh. <laughs> That's the, I'm you can't laugh. That's just It's just dumb. Wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, the, if you had played the Leave it to Beaver clip right now, then it would be funny. <laughs> for, for anybody who listened to that joke and didn't get it, it's Microsoft is going to be offering the Xbox platform to the makers of the GameCube and the PlayStation 2, and it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's facetious. It is facetious. Because, you know, they're in competition. And it's much less funny now that you've explained it. <laughs> that was, yeah. that Jeff was is, the idea. Jeff is interpreting for the comedically paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark, for making my unfunny addition to the unfunny comment by Carl. You're funnier funny. than me, man. <laughs> so we're just making progress. Karen, you got to say something in response to, to Mark and we'll be, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> I don't, I don't get right. what the whole thing is about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was funny. Just turn to me and just say, shut the f*** up, you slut. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, oh, moving right I, along. I said, just turn to me and say, shut the f*** up, oh, you slut. The whole so, thing yeah. is in quotes. You know what? I was having her actually, call me a slut. I wasn't calling her a slut. Actually, Troy, Troy should listen to the show, actually. Mm, yeah. I'm not responsible for this. <laughs> I didn't do this. Story number four. Beware of fake Microsoft security alerts. IDG News Service reported Thursday that a new wave of spam that disguises itself as a Microsoft security bulletin contains a link to malicious software that gives attackers complete access to the infected machine, security researchers are reporting. The email, which began circulating late Tuesday, identifies itself as Microsoft Security Bulletin MS05-039 and offers a link to what it claims is a patch against the sober Zaffy and Mytob worms. Yeah, what was the uh, security bulletin number on that again? Carl? MS05-039. Uh, is, isn't that an older one? That's like a No, uh, no, this was this came out today, man. Oh yeah? Yeah, let me let me pull up the webpage right here. Oh wait a minute, there's a pop-up with Ah. <laughs> 
I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> that was great. So lastly, the U.S. won't cede control of net computers from Associated Press. The U.S. government will indefinitely retain oversight of the main computers that control traffic on the Internet, ignoring calls by some countries to turn the function over to an international body, a senior official said Thursday. In a rare press appearance, Vice President Dick Cheney, who did not invent the Internet, by the way, actually Aww. made – well, it's true uh, – he actually made a rational argument for why the U.S. will not give up control. Oh, no, you don't. You want my treasure. It's mine. It's in. Oh, mine. Down, down, go, go. Mine. And <laughs> oh, man. that is the weekend geek. <laughs> that was great. All your Cisco 2600 are belong to us. Yeah. Nice. All right. You know, if Cheney actually spoke like that, I would have voted for him. What do you mean? That wasn't Cheney? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Cheney. I don't I don't know what's wrong with Mark. He's crazy. He's crazy. I'm just pissed off. Wow, Beaver. How do you like it? <laughs> Boy, well, it's really neat. Uh, what do you think of it, Mom? Well, neat's hardly the word I'd use to describe it. <laughs> You can hardly see the meat stains anymore. <laughs> you know, I think the problem is there. I think that the listeners have a hard time, like, making the connection between serial killers and Leave it to Beaver. And therefore... I have no trouble making that connection. Uh, <clears throat> it's, a, it's kind of difficult comedy, you know? Well, you just watch a little Leave it to Beaver, eventually you want to kill somebody. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, Karen, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, well, well it's time for Girl. Time for Girl. Girl. I think we need a new name for the segment. I like it. It's a little sexist, you know. No, it's not. Girl. Come on. I think it's not sexist. Is it's it sexist or sexy? That's the uh, question. No. I, want, I want my segment to be called Hunk. And, <laughs> and you can keep yours as girl and I'll be happy. Why don't we just call well, yours not... nerd? <laughs> nerd. Girl isn't a judgment, though. It's just oh. a girl. Well, you're just I that. guess. Yeah. Now, Jeff's segment should be called Hair. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. And you haven't even seen me recently. It's just, it's like... It's yeah. humid. Well, I think that's fair. all we need to say. Well, first of all, Karen, where were you last week? Um, I am so sorry, but here's the thing. <laughs> I had to call with one of the more embarrassing phone calls of my life, and that is in tough competition. Yeah. I had to call... There was that whole nipple incident. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I had to call in drunk to Carl. I had to literally <laughs> call and be like, I can't. I'm drunk. I went last week, last Friday when we were recording to, I'm like, I'm going to go to this um, Harkness. It did this kickoff with this big black tie thing. I'm going to go there, put in an appearance and go to Mondays and record. Yeah. Well, it did not work out for me like that. And well, here's the reason why, because I was thinking of this on the way over here and I'm like, well, there was, so there was this guy. Oh, so, okay. So, I'm with a bunch of women, and we're all there without our husbands, and blah, 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 blah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Drinking. Exactly. That can't be good. So, and they're kind of hot. They're, they're my friend. So, I'm kind of with a group of particular- And they're all oiled fairly- down wearing t-shirts and panties, right? <laughs> and thongs. Yeah, so thong. <laughs> Yeah. And, um- Just like I imagined. All right, keep going. <laughs> Just like I imagined. <laughs> no, but so, whatever. So, this guy comes up to me as soon as I get there, and he says, like, oh, and, I- and I- I'm wearing a 1950s vintage dress thing. 
And he's like, oh, what a beautiful dress. But here I got you a martini because, you know, it completes the look. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I said, do you all, you, <laughs> do you know? have a Trojan as well? You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I go, like... <laughs> I'm like, do you always give, you know, strange women alcohol? And he's like, oh, yeah, I try to ply them with alcohol because they're so, you know, I try to ply gorgeous women with alcohol because they're so much easier to take home. Should have said <laughs> And then Should I'm I? thinking, no matter what you do, you, you can say anything you want. Just follow it up with that's right so Troy. I push the button and the world will be destroyed in 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you know that's right Troy I'm sleeping with the lawn boy and those are his shoes that's okay yeah you can certainly yeah. say the truth and you know dismiss it with a little laugh and I She's- think it's she said, tool. oh, Martini, here's a Sensen for your bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, like the was... government, man. Yeah, we're taking away your rights. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? It's okay. You're moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Anyway, long story short, I drink his martini, his apple martini, and he puts another one right in my hand, thereby, you know, solidifying the fact that, in fact, he was, that's exactly what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but two apple martinis later, I had to call in drunk and was home and fine, not with this man, by the way, in case Troy ever does want to listen to the show. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> that was where I was. And, um, uh-huh. There was something else I wanted to say about so that. So then your foot got caught in the cider press and the rest was history, right? I don't cider? know what I meant there. Where <laughs> is he going with Apple this? Martini Cider Press? I don't even think anybody knows what a cider press is. I've seen the thing them. for pressing cider, unless you like lived in the last century. That's and for like, people who can't get their cider flat enough. <laughs> My, I have the bumpiest cider. My cider is so bumpy. All right, Karen, what you got? What you got? Do they have a cream for that, Karen? Actually. <laughs> Please, I've tried bumpy cider cream before. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> they call it cider-side. Actually, um, kills cider. <laughs> Actually, Gary Stanley sent us an article, and I would like to talk about it, called "Possessed Nun Crucified After Row with Priest." A Roman. Oh, I remember this one. Remember this? This is. <laughs> oh yeah. Crazy. This was. Sad. A Roman Orthodox priest who faces a murder charge after <laughs> Mark's ordering- cringing because he didn't want to do this story. This, right? I, this I, is bad. This story is. Oh, I want to. Uh, sorry, Continue, Karen, Karen. You got big balls for doing this one. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, all of us walked away from it. I want you to know. Not this me. Too hot for nope, us. Not, not me. At all. <laughs> Leave it to girl. <laughs> Leave it to girl. That's the what girl. it could be. Leave it to girl. Because, you know, otherwise we'd be saying leave it to Beaver, and that wouldn't and be appropriate. Yeah, you're going to have to edit Beaver out. And this is the Beaver show, by the a way. Girl. So. By the way, I have, I have a Beaver, Beaver link for you, but right we'll now. We'll talk about that later. Possessed and uncrucified after row with priest. A Roman Orthodox priest who faces a murder charge after ordering the crucifixion of a young nun because she was <sighs> possessed by the devil was unrepentant as he conducted a funeral mass for his alleged victim. The nun was found dead last Wednesday, gagged and chained to a cross after nuns from her order, the Holy Trinity, called for an ambulance in the remote mountain village of Tanaku in northeastern Romania. That's where uh, Dracula came from, right? Probably. Vlad the Impaler? (laughs) Yeah, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, some kind of impaler. (laughs) Yeah. For the four days prior to her crucifixion, Sister Irina had been locked up and kept with no food or water. She was imprisoned after having an argument with the priest during Sunday Mass, according to locals. They tied her to the cross after she had protested violently, mm, shockingly. Oddly enough. Oddly enough. She, <laughs> yeah, was, she was a spunky one. Um, <laughs> Sister Irina. What's up with that? 
<laughs> she did not lie back and think of England for this one. Sister Irina joined the order three months ago after visiting a friend who lived there. Now, this is a disturbing story, no doubt. Yeah, no shit, man. But I have watched enough Lifetime Movie of the Week to know that this is the result of a relationship gone wrong. <laughs> you and think? They talk about... <laughs> the argument that they had on the previous Sunday. And I'm thinking that I would bet money that that argument had phrases like, never sleeping with you again, and size does matter, and no, actually, it doesn't happen to everyone. That is my guess, and that's where I'm winning on that one. In another oh, part of the world, oh, God. I found this other story that I thought was also... um. Highly interesting. Women, woman ordered to marry rapist. An mm. Indian woman who was allegedly raped by her father-in-law is now being ordered by the Muslim Council of Community Elders to marry him. Reporters say that the 28-year-old it's woman... It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing and a tasty way to do it. The, I, don't, I don't know where that came from. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Um, yeah. Reporters... And that's always how I follow that line. Reporters say that the 28-year-old woman was raped when she was alone in her home in the, nor in the northern state of Uttar Pradesh. When the incident came to the notice of the council, it was ordered that she marry her father-in-law and change the relationship with her husband to that between them, that of a mother and son. Uh. Now, one word I have about this um, to say about dinner table conversation. <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Very awkward. A little awkward. <laughs> so awkward. So, honey, I, I mean, mom, uh, how was your day? guy when he gets mad at her. You know what? I never should have raped you. I never should have raped you. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. And then, and That'll I found... teach me to just keep it in my pocket. I, I found... Actually, you should keep it in your pants, not your pocket. I've tried that pocket thing. So you wear your pants your way. <laughs> He's Canadian, man. He's Canadian. Their pockets are very different. That's right. The, uh, the thing I found of keen interest in this story was it was also er ordered for her to leave home and stay away for seven months and ten days to again become pure. Hmm. And, you know, I so did not know that that was even an option. Those are the stories from around the world, but... Um, Karen, I think it might take maybe eight months in your case, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know... I'd go maybe give it nine months, actually. No. Accelerated. I, what are you trying to say, Mark? Well, at seven months, ten days, it just doesn't seem like it's, you know, quite enough to become pure <laughs> in your case. In my case? I don't, I'm just I'm, thinking like eight, give it nine, give it ten months, maybe. And then don't worry, I don't know what he's months. talking about we're either. Up in the, we're up in the number of months with every second. I don't know where you're going with that, Mark, but I think I might be vaguely offended. Um <laughs> So that, those are some stories, some like women's issues about what's happening around the world. And you know what? In here in America are the women's issues that we are getting behind. What okay. are they? Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Americans are highly disturbed that this, that she is in a relationship with, with the world's highest paid and highly regarded sexiest actor. Who is Katie Holmes? Katie Holmes is Tom Cruise's new girlfriend. Oh, uh, that's you? why I don't know who she is. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. I don't watch well, TV the rest or read of the People magazine. Does. 
but and they're and it's like a big deal. And this article okay. was in the Boston Phoenix. We watched through half-shielded eyes at once intrigued and repelled. A statuesque scarlet, wholesome and milk-fed, is held in the clutches of a wiry white-toothed homunculus enveloped in his bizarre manic energy. The little grinning man grabs his. She's talking about Senator Palpatine. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know he was a homunculus. 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 Okay. Uh, The. (laughs) Or maybe Timothy Leary. Maybe. Timothy Leary. The little grinning man grabs his young fiance and and kisses her awkwardly and aggressively. He professes his adore for her, jumping on the talk show sofa like a hyperactive child or primate, while the host mercifully cuts to a commercial before he checks her hair for nits and flung his filth. Yeah. When the pair is engaged less than two months, um, and they're talking about bearing children. Um, now, I guess all I have to say about this is, of all the women's issues in the world to be talking about, are we really that disturbed? If you guys, actually, you can log on right now to uh, FreeKatie. FreeKatie.com? FreeKatie.com. Like K- K-A-T-Y? K-A-T-I-E, because you got to cross the I with a smiley face. Excuse me? It's a whole internet site devoted to this cause. And there's, you know, people are logging in and spending all of their time. You know what this is? This is a uh, cafe press shop. It looks like. Yep. Yeah. There's we also, have one of them. There's <laughs> another one where they where they have articles about it. I mean, we're already devoting too much time to it, but I just wanted to check in what was happening. I would say my- free yourself from Katie and Tom I would say, you by know turning what? off your television. That's I what say, I would say. Freaking keep Katie. Who really cares? I'm like, are we really that invested? And that's all I have to say. All right. How about Karen? For girl. Right, girl. Give it up. Give it up, boys. All right. Well, that was great stuff, Karen. And I agree with the guy who sent us email. You need to come to every show, dear. I'm coming. I had to, you know what? I had to last week solidify my status as a diva by being the talent who's <laughs> moody and doesn't show up. I had yeah. to be like. Very good. So free Katie. And so we are officially dubbing this episode of Monday's the Beaver Show. Right, guys? Yeah. 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 Beaver. Yeah, Beaver. We started out with a little clip from Leave It to Beaver, and the rest of the show is going to be about beavers in some way. We think, we hope. In a vague sort of way. And here in a, in a horrible moment of flashback is our friend <laughs> Active Nick from New York City on the phone. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing good, Carl. How are you? I'm doing great because, you know, when I thought beavers, 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 what do I know about beavers? I thought, yeah, hey, I know a Canadian. Exactly. You got to ask a Canadian, but you got a Richard on the show, so I'm sure that Richard is, Richard is bringing a lot of beavers. And we have another Canadian here in the studio, Mario Cardinal from BlahBlah.net. He's sort of hanging out here in disbelief and chuckling every once in a while. Oh, oh Mario's there. Hey, hey, Mario. He says hi. So, so we were talking about beavers, and I, I remember a story that uh, you and Tim Huckabee always used to throw the the beaver pelt joke back and forth. At I each know. Other. It's every time I see Tim, it would be beaver this, beaver that. Uh, every time we would talk about how much something cost, Tim would go like, "How much is that in beaver pelts?" Right. <laughs> As if you know, we still trade everything in beaver pelts up in Canada. Although sometimes I'm thinking it probably you know would be worth more. Yeah, because you guys but, stopped that in uh, 1997, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. No. And then they went on to beaver tails. 98? No? Okay, sorry. Actually, it's the euro that just killed the beaver pelts, man. Because yeah. I mean, the conversion from euro to beaver pelts was just not good. 
Well, and then there, we were at dinner, you, me, and Huckabee, and a few other people in a, at a Dev Connections or in Orlando or something like that one year. And uh, I think it was Huckabee started flirting with a waitress. Yeah, I, mean, I think we were all flirting. You were all flirting, I guess, but you know, you maybe you and Huckabee, whatever. I'm a good boy. I don't do that. But but you guys were yeah, flirting with a waitress, and she was beautiful. Oh, and, she was hot. And you know, uh, she came over and and started trading some jokes with us and stuff. And at one point, you looked at her, and, and what did you ask her? Well, actually, I, it was it was when she was sitting on my lap, if you remember. That's right. She was sitting on your lap. Yeah. Yes, she was sitting on my lap. I don't remember how that came to be, but I know I enjoyed and, it. And then somebody made the beaver pelt joke, and you looked at her and said, what? Yeah, I just looked at her, and I said, do you have a beaver pelt? <laughs> I said, Carl, what did she answer? She said, a little one, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Huh. She was all like half embarrassed, but she just like burned out a little one, yeah. Oh my god! Very crazy. And so you, that was it, man. That was it. Yeah, yeah. That's the end of the story, so right? Nothing the, happened. The Orlando Beaver. No, joke. nothing really happened there. She she went back to work and we left. So yeah, I think we actually had some comments or something from the um, management at the restaurant because we wanted to have her have drinks with us and everything, but she kept telling us like she was getting in trouble with management because she. Of course, we were. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, too much right. of our time. that's likely Nick. It was management. What? It was management that cock blocked you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah management. Sure, yeah, exactly. That's always the way. Management. Yeah, sorry, I don't have drinks with uh, restaurant uh, goers. Actually, now I remember. On days ending in Y. No, now I remember. We called the manager and we asked if she could stay and have a drink with us and then we had drinks and that's when she sat on my lap to have the drink yeah that's right that's right so that's exactly what happened and that's yeah. when i asked for whatever re- what restaurant was this yeah it was who is uh, ruth's chris it was a ruth's chris steakhouse no way yeah ruth's chris yeah like ruth's chris now i've been to ruth's chris and it's I, a classy place whenever the waiters sit on my lap it's not as nowhere near as enjoyable as what i'm imagining the, the waitress she was like really classy very beautiful and very you know well dressed and very official and formal at least up until that point <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we noticed she had a small beaver pelt. I did not know they were doing lap dances at Ruth's Chris. So, Nick, you got some beaver jokes for us? Uh, well, I had a good one, but, I mean, it doesn't translate very well in English. That's the problem because it's a, a French joke. So, Nick, you uh, you told me this joke in I Am. And you actually told it in a bar in Montreal. And I remember, like, all the non-Canadians looking at each other like, I don't get it. <laughs> so what's the joke, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a drunk joke, you know, the joke you tell when everybody's half drunk. And it's just, why do beavers have a flat tail? Why? Because they get blowjobs from ducks. See, now that's not funny. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, but the thing is, in French it's funny because with the, the word queue, which is tail, is actually a slang word in French for dick. Ah, so, so that's said... why when you say it in French, it's like it's like asking why did he have a flat dick when they have a flat tail. It's the yeah. same word. Uh, 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 they're getting blowjobs from ducks. So I still question why you chose to tell that to a bunch of non-French speaking people in English. Uh, I don't know. I figured it might work, but it didn't. So that's why I kind of forgot. It, you know. Now that's funny. I got it for you, Carl. So, uh, so Carl, why do do you know why beavers have flat tails? Why? Uh, because they get rim jobs from ducks. 
Ah. Okay. Yeah, that's Yeah, well. Hey, hey Carl, yeah. do you know what? Do you want do you know why beavers have flat tails? No, why? Well, because French ducks give blowjobs to to the tails of their <laughs> beaver. They're fucking so stupid. Fucking French ducks, man. You know, <laughs> dumbest fucking animals. Don't ever get a blowjob from a French fucking oh, duck, man. <laughs> Bite you in the ass. <laughs> Miller, I gotta say, I miss you, man. Yeah, we miss uh, you too, man. Yeah, you only miss Mark until he's around. <laughs> and then not so much. Then, Mark, I want to miss you more. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. I, I mean, you miss him day. until he's around, and then after that, it's like, okay, enough. Like, Mark Miller is like small doses only. Uh, fine. <laughs> All right. So, okay, uh, but I do have a good non beaver joke, if that works. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's Monday's material. Um,. A friend of mine told me at the, that joke at Tech Ed. So, what's the definition of making love? What's that? It's essentially what a woman does when you're busy f***ing her. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. That's hysterical. Everyone's laughing but Karen. <laughs> I think that's the funniest joke I've ever heard. <laughs> Maybe you should have said what your wife does. You know, that might have been a little more offensive. Or like... Yeah, no. No, because, you know, it's, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Your wife, whatever. I mean, you can translate it for whatever context you live in. Yeah, so what's the French word for woman? What does it mean, actually? That might. Well, it's not a French joke, man. I mean, it actually works better in English, this one. We don't have a powerful word like f in, in French. That's why. Oh. What was the other one you told in that in the, in that bar that was pretty horrible? Oh my god! Um, I don't know. I had I don't know if I, I told this one. So how did Cinderella die? How? How? At midnight, her tampon changed changed into a pumpkin. Oh, oh wow! Ugh. All right, thanks, Nick, for wow. joining us. That now that was the funniest joke I've ever heard. <laughs> I was so wrong a minute ago. Actually, I I can't wait to tell that over and over again. Tell all, all your girlfriends. <laughs> all my girlfriends. I'm gonna. That's gonna be the new joke of the century. Well, you see, it's a chick joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chicks love it. Hey, Nick, thanks for joining us and uh, and and bringing the class level up a little oh, bit. Of course, thank you. Hi, man. All right, we'll talk to you later. Have fun, guys. All right, we'll see you. Bye. See ya. All right, back to reality with Mark Miller. He's going to lay on us the stories of all the people dumber than me this week. Making the news. Mr. Miller, how Thanks. you doing? I'm doing great, Carl. Thanks a lot. You know, I'm going to start this one off with another personal story of dumb like I did last uh, week. Um, this story takes place when I was uh, about, uh, I was in college and I was commuting on my uh, scooter back and forth from work. And uh, I am. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute! What kind of scooter are we talking about here? Are we talking a moped? Or are we talking yeah, like those little kinda... things with the two wheels that you stand on? <laughs> with a box, a soapbox? No, it was like a moped kind of okay. thing. And uh, so I'm going to my job that I'd go to after school. And did it have streamers on the handles? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> did it have a little bell? Ding 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 ding. And a flower basket on the front? No basket, but it did have a bell. So, so I'm, I'm commuting to, I'm commuting back home from work from downtown LA and I spot on the side a motorcycle cop who's given a ticket to another car 
Yeah. And and I think I've told you stories before about how I have a propensity for mm. for exceeding, you know, the speed stated speed limits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of my, you know, kind of knee-jerk reactions whenever I see police officers on the side, I feel this is a good practice, is to smile, big smile as you go by, right? And just kind of look at them as you're <laughs> driving by. So I'm you're giving like a shit-eating grin, right? <laughs> well, no, just an innocent one, right? So let them know that <laughs> you weren't doing anything bad, right? So I'm I got a big smile and I look at him, he makes eye contact with me, big smile. Like everything's cool, I'm not breaking any laws. I look in front of me and the car is stopped and he's like about ten feet in front of me and I hit the brakes and I skid out and I'm just I'm skidding, 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 getting closer to the bumper, closer bumper, boom, I just tap it. And the car I hit is like a gold plated Mercedes Benz oh. with a leather coated bumper. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I put a little scratch in the bumper. And the guy gets out and he's like, you know, what'd you do? You hit my car, why are you doing this? I'm like, ah. Great. So we now move over to the side of the road and the cop is like talking to us now. He's my friend now, right? <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, Well, there's less than two hundred dollars damage here, so I don't have to write up a report. And my helmet is on my my scooter uh, seat. And while I'm talking to the cop, the cop is explaining this. My helmet just kind of falls and rolls off. And, and in slow motion, we have to kind of bring this down into bullet time, <laughs> matrix time now, right? In slow motion, it, it turns and it hits the pavement, bounces up, and gets caught right in between the front and back wheels, uh, the front and back wheels right underneath a bus going by oh. at high speed. <laughs> the bus double wheels catch my helmet, stop it, pin it right there. And now it's not it's not moving and it's just it's grinding along <laughs> oh. into the concrete through the intersection. Oh. Finally, the pressure pops my helmet out and shoots about 20 <laughs> feet and hits a glass door window. On the, <laughs> You're on making the, this I up, I am not man. making this up, man. And the cop turns to me and he says, he says, oh, this isn't your day, is it, son? <laughs> <laughs> he says it's not your day, son. And I and what I have this, and I'm of course a smart ass, right? I go, I go, Dad, <laughs> Dad, is that you? Which I'd always say whenever somebody would call me son. <laughs> You're an asshole. I'm not kidding. So this is, oh, it was Lord. unbelievable, man. I'm not kidding you. So so the moral of the story is maybe smiling at the cops as you drive by, drive by is not such a good idea. Just if that doesn't work, you can blow them. That's like the big. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 eleven months, Karen. Eleven months, okay. Eleven months to about purify. Ninety thousand hail marys. Yeah. In case anybody's wondering why I'm not laughing, it's because I'm too busy shaking my head and putting it into my hands and rolling my eyes. And- yeah, which is so unusual for Jeff to be doing that. Jeff is over there going, "I should have been a cop. I should have been a cop." <laughs> Well, you Jeff know. never rolls his eyes at anything, yeah, so that, that was stuff, really unusual. Yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't translate that well over radio, you know? especially <laughs> in French. You okay, know? just so that you know, Jeff is sulking and condescending. Now we all know. <laughs> I'm bitter. Don't forget bitter. He's a little oh, bitter. very bitter. Now, hey, the- wait a minute. How would you know how I taste? Oh. I, I didn't say that. All that right. was Richard oh. for the record. Richard. Yeah. All, all right. Back to you, All Mark. right. All right, guys. So, so I got two stories for you. <laughs> mouth is a mouth. Two stories. Stories are dumb for you. <laughs> Story number one. <laughs> Hold on, somebody's talking. But just a little, excuse me. Go. Hello. <laughs> All right. Sorry, man. I'm trying to do my best impression of one of you, know, the teacher, who's like. Teachers beep like me, like beep. <laughs> that would get your attention, wouldn't it? All right. Go ahead. Story number one: The Honest Crook. 
Oh, that that's a good policy. Thomas Mason was a polite and friendly guy, but he was also serious about his work. So when it came time to rob the local bank, Mr. Mason crafted his stick-up note with care. Mr. Mason walked into the bank and handed the teller his note, which read, Hi, I am Thomas Mason. <laughs> I am not armed at this time. However, I am robbing this bank. I want $1,000 in $120 bills. If you do not give me this money, I promise to return with a weapon. <laughs> what a nice guy. Yeah, remarkably, the teller handed over the cash. Now, no. Yes. Now, instead of fleeing the scene of the crime, bank employees watched quite stunned as Mr. Mason simply crossed the street and walked into a neighboring grocery store. Bank employees then contacted police who were dispatched in force. Meanwhile, inside the grocery store, Mr. Mason thought it would be best to spend his money, money wisely. So he bought a six pack of beer and a hundred dollars in lottery tickets. Oh, huh. uh, beer and lottery tickets. Yeah. Hey, Carl, yeah. isn't that an ins essential ingredient of the Monday's business plan? <laughs> <laughs> that is the Monday's business plan. That's what I thought. So anyway, soon the police arrived and entered through the front door. They scoured up and down the aisles, but Mr. Mason had disappeared. 22 minutes later, Officer Chris Stark discovered Mr. Mason sitting in the alley behind the store, drinking his beer and feverishly scratching the lottery tickets. Oh, my God. This is great. Feverishly, huh? That could explain a lot. As the officer approached, Mr. Mason reportedly looked up and said, I think I'm the guy you want. <laughs> the hold-up note and $813 in cash were recovered from the suspect. Mason was charged with aggravated robbery and making terrorist threats. He's being held at the Winona County Jail on $30,000 bail. That was not aggravated robbery. Yeah, it didn't seem very was aggravated. It's almost robbery. like pleasant robbery. Yeah, right. I'm just telling you what they, they're holding. Charge nice guy robbery. Friendly robbery. Mr. Happy Mason! Robbery. I have a few pieces of advice for you. <laughs> Number one, when composing your stick-up note, next time you might consider omitting your full name. Yeah. <laughs> this advanced technique is called discretion. <laughs> See, the idea is to let a, a bit of time pass before the bank employees figure out that you're a complete idiot. <laughs> Number two. While we all appreciate your honesty, I do happen to know that reporting your unarmed status on the stick-up note is not required by law. <laughs> Number three, I think I'm the guy you want. Okay, that just went off the scale of my stupid meter. <laughs> all right, sure, you're in the back drinking beer. He caught you red-handed with the note and scratching those tickets, but I think I'm the guy you want? Would not have been my first choice. I would have gone for, uh, may I help you, officer? Or maybe uh, looking for someone? Or maybe I would have tried that old trick of pointing behind the cop and yelling, look, hippies! <laughs> Wait, where? Hippies? That works about 50% of the time, man. <laughs> then you run. <laughs> so, Mr. Mason, you creative note writing, unarmed, money grabbing, cold beer drinking, lucky ticket scratcher. <laughs> you, sir, are dumber than me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Story number two. Dumb guy goes to the store. 
Clifford Matson, 27, reportedly entered a local North Dakota supermarket riding a skateboard. Mr. Matson was intoxicated and needed to call a friend to come over to party at the store. So he, repeat- <laughs> so he repeatedly demanded to use the store telephone. When a store employee refused and tried to eject him from the store, Mr. Matson decided it was time to upgrade a set of wheels. And so he traded in his skateboard for an electric shopping cart at the front of the store. Oh, my God. And proceeded to drive recklessly through the store at maximum speed. <laughs> Mike Dano, store manager, said... He was cutting corners way too fast and totally swerving through produce. <laughs> Maximum speed on these things is all of like two miles an hour. I mean, man, those things fly. I think it's like four. But anyway, <laughs> then for like five minutes, oh, I'm still going on. This is Mike Dano. Then for like five minutes, this guy is repeatedly ramming the Captain Crunch display. <laughs> Plus, he clipped the SpaghettiOs stack at the end of aisle five. I spent the better part of Monday stacking that up, and this guy comes in and nearly knocks it all down. Man, what an asshole. <laughs> By the way, Carl, just what the hell is ramming speed anyway? I don't know. I mean, is this, is this something they teach you in engineering school? <laughs> I, I mean, if you're going to ram something with the intent of causing damage, wouldn't ramming speed be the same as maximum speed? <laughs> I, mean, wh- I mean, what the fuck? This is the future, right? Let's see. We're in a fight for our lives. The Romulans are launching missiles with nanonuclear warheads and space-time disruptor torpedoes, and we're going to respond by crashing our ship into theirs? And if ramming speed actually is a setting on the throttle, does that mean that I might also find a nudging speed there, too? I mean, here's a scenario that Captain Kirk no doubt practiced at Starfleet Academy. He's fighting a really pissed-off alien warlord like Khan, but with a rabid beaver on crack jammed into his shiny orange Sequent pants of the future. <laughs> and Kirk needs to show Khan that he's serious, but stick to nonviolent techniques as suggested by the Prime Directive. And speaking of which, is it me, Carl, or is the Federation way too lenient on violations of the Prime Directive? <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, come on. Captain Kirk is out f***ing any blue or green alien hottie showing more skin than a Landorian beattle whore. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, normally a little butt crack is okay, but when it comes in a primary color, then even I have to draw the line. <laughs> so anyway, Kirk is out humping any alien slut that moves, making little blue and green Tiberius Juniors running around screaming, Con! And, <laughs> and if that's not interference, then you tell me what is. <laughs> So why doesn't the Federation come down on Kirk, eh? I'll tell you why. Because Kirk has been paying off the man, that's why. He's been bending over for the Federation ever since he got out of Starfleet Academy. And let me tell you something, Carl. I'm not the only one who knows it. You can see it in the way Uhura looks at him. She knows. She knows that Kirk has been taking it up the black hole. And that's why the the Federation looks the other way whenever Kirk drops his drawers with an alien blue butt. So I ask you, would Kirk give the order for the Enterprise to enter nudging speed? Would he? And let's suppose he did. Would Khan just have a little more time than necessary to maneuver his ship and get out of the way? I think so. (laughs) You're insane. Devil's Lake Police Detective Susan Schwab said that Mr. Matson chased other customers around the store. Quote, he took after them laughing and pointing, Schwab said. (laughs) Matson was held under a 24-hour detoxification order. He faces 30 days in jail and a $500 fine for the incident. 
So, Mr. Matson, you beer-drinking, customer-chasing, electric-cart-driving, disorder-dispensing, a psychopath of doom? <laughs> you, sir, are dumber than me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, you see, if he just had a little bit of discretion and used nudging speed instead of ramming speed on those Captain Crunches, maybe the fine would have been $500. Maybe yeah, everything would have been okay. That's what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> nudging speed. No word on whether they impounded the skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Mark, I really think you're onto something here with this nudging speed thing. Oh, that's uh, what beavers do. They nudge. You know, they don't ram, they speed. nudge. What? Nudging beavers. <laughs> what? Nudging beavers. Isn't that a band? Yeah, I the think nudging so. The beavers. nudging beavers. Yeah. The nudging beavers. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just nudging beavers. Yeah. There's no you're right, you're the. right. You're no right. V. Yeah, there's no V. I'm, I'm checking Amazon.com right now because I, I think these uh, guys are nudging beavers.com. <laughs> Yeah. Nudgingbeavers.com. God. The nudging beavers hey, are coming to town. You nudging. had a beaver story, didn't you? You said you had a beaver <laughs> something, a joke? A little one, right? Karen? Oh, I have a little one. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Wasn't no, there something I have, else? Yeah, I have a beaver um, link. A website. Okay, the link is shrinkster.com slash 6DA. Got what the f- is this? <laughs> this is evidence that stuff that you make when you're high isn't always funny universally. This is always good. Right. Isn't that exactly what it is? Oh, that's crazy. This is totally like you make it and then the next morning you're like, what? What the hell was what that? Was I... and, you know, huh? this, dinosaurs? this totally gives that's me inspiration right. to create a, a website dedicated to simulating the effects of drugs. <laughs> you just have, you know, different drugs Wonder you get to Shosen pick. Wonder Shosen does that, so for people, actually. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that before. Wonder okay. Shosen. Yeah, that's, that's the flash equivalent of waking up beside some chick you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> So, what was your name anyway? Now let's go over to the Richard, the Toy Boy. In my living room. 39 speakers in his living room. I'm sure he's got more than that. He's got a server closet. I know that. He's the Toy Boy. Richard, take it away. A server closet? Is that like an S&M thing? No. <laughs> That's where I keep my server. That That is where he keeps his I servers. I keep all eight of my servers in there, dearie. You're welcome yeah. to visit anytime. <laughs> wow. And they're hot. They're Me hot. And my hot dual server. internet connections will invite you into the closet. That's they're so my... hot they have to be cooled with water. Wow. It's like an Anne Rice novel. Yeah. So you're telling me your internet connection is in the closet? It is <clears> the closet. <throat> Both wow. of them. All right, Richard. Yeah, What's up? I would just lead without any explanation. To shrinkster.com slash six delta bravo db. Because once you see it, you say, I must have one. And it is a progress bar. That's right. It's the real progress bar. It is a box with a bar that goes up. A box with a bar that, oh, it's a, okay. It's a progress bar. It's a progress bar, but it's made out of steel. That's right. Instead it's of a real being on progress a progress bar, instead of being on a Windows form somewhere, it's 
something progress wimpy bar. like this. We're talking about a progress bar you had to weld. I like the picture of the cat I, looking at it. I don't. Is there a reason why you'd need that? So yeah. the cat knows when he's going to get fed? Or is that cat waiting for a little kitty porn to download? I so what so. happens is it moves this way. Right. There you go. I, I understand. From progression to beginning and ending with the end. So yeah. what would be really cool is if you had this tied to your real progress bar that showed up yeah, for your applications, right? Oh, I thought that's what it was. But it's not. You don't no, know it is. For sure. it, it is. Look, it's, it's connected a random, to a laptop. Yeah, so. yeah, there you go. A little USB plug. Yeah. Well, that might be good because if you want to get up and go like make coffee, you can see from across the room when you need to come back. That's you could true. See that when would you, be. You could see when your hard drive is done being formatted. I would like for that, example. actually. That's It'd a good one. be a useful one. thing. Okay. Yeah. In the realm of computer mods, I have an even better toy for you. Shrinkster.com slash six Delta Charlie DC. All Those right. fun guys at Mathlete <laughs> with the technology bacon. known as Waken Bacon. Whoa. So what this guy's uh, done is he's wired up a halogen light to cook bacon when the alarm clock goes off. The idea being that 20 minutes before you need to wake up, it starts heating up this bacon so that you wake up to the smell of cooking bacon or your house on fire. One or the other. Yeah. Is that a I fine piece of technology? That's not bad. It's good. Isn't there like a 30-minute kind of, you know, safe meat preparation time thing? You don't want it, like, sitting out all night long. Yeah. Right. And I guess, and can how do you, you work slow out cook sm- bacon? I don't know. Like, I guess you can. And how do you... No, I think it's a fast cook kind of thing. Oh, and, and how do you work... Where's the snooze technology on this thing? <laughs> Put that bacon back. <laughs> sort of like to it, sleep longer. Sort of like an easy-bake oven for bacon. But yeah. You know, the advantage of this, of course, is you know you have to get up. Because eventually yeah. it stops smelling like bacon and it starts smelling like house fire. Right. <laughs> house fire, always a good motivator. There you go. Wow. Sticking with the food theme, I would take you to this Swedish site at shrinkster.com slash 6 delta delta dd. I don't know why this Double product D. exists. It disturbs me. <laughs> the product <laughs> is called... Octodog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so this? cool. It is a device that you stick a wiener into that makes the wiener look like an octopus by cutting eight legs and even punching two little holes for eyes. Awesome. Is this amazing? No, it's that's little, wrong, It's man. a little disturbing, but on the other hand, does, don't you want to eat that? Well, my kids would. I does really this actually provide don't. incentive to eat the hot dog? This this presupposes that you want to eat a hot dog in the first place, right? Yeah, well, now you're just getting technical on me. That's cool. Is that uh, something? That's I pretty wild. It. I don't know if it's, I think it's You know, cool. in the future, Richard, they'll have these devices, and they'll actually infuse genetic living organic material so these little little hot dog octopuses, octopi, octopi. Ru- run around on your plate, and they run away from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that'd that, be a great idea. That's yeah. what I want to eat. Yeah, that's progress. <laughs> that's, that's a there prime ex- something running away from you. And that joke is a prime example of why Mark Miller spends six hours preparing for every show. <laughs> you you, you wrote that right. last week, didn't you? You've been trying to use that since last week. Well, fuck you, Mr. Carl, Mr. Carl Franklin. Fuck you. All right, go ahead. Go ahead I don't normally reference blogs. I prefer to go to the product itself. But Engadget had a bit here that I just had to use, and I'll show you why in a sec. Shrinkster.com slash 6 Delta Echo D-E. 
to an Engadget entry for a device called the Motorola Franklin. Huh. And that's why I had to reference it. It had your name in it, Carl. But the whole thing here is there's been this rumor that Motorola is making a BlackBerry killer mm-hmm. that's ultra thin like the Razer. Mm. And it would have quad band, GPRS, edge, massive capacity, built-in camera. Let me tell you, I don't think this exists. That picture is a mock-up made in Photoshop. Mm. And I think this product is false, but they called it a Franklin, so I figured I'd have to tell you about it. I wonder why they called it a Franklin. Mm. That's supposedly the code name. It gives it so much more credibility when you give it a code name. All right. Mm. And this is on uh, AprilFools.com. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. What? What? Getting to the good toys, let's go off to Brazil at shrinkster.com slash six delta foxtrot. So DF. All right. Now, first choice you're going to make when you get to this site called the Innovative House is to select English instead of Portuguese, because that's what the the, uh, Brazilians speak, and we need English. Okay. The particular product, the, the site's called the Innovative House or iHouse. And if you go into the product listing, the one I wanted to show you is a thing called Smart Hydro. It's a bath with transparent mm. sides. I don't think that's really a good feature. But what's Why? really messed up is that this is a bathtub with software in it. In fact, it has remote control wow. software for your pocket PC and a cellular interface so that you can call your bath and tell it to fill itself. Nice. Wow. You like that? I like the I like the see-through sides. Why do you think <laughs> oh. that's Isn't that cool? Yeah, if you're you, but if you're Richard or me, yeah, yeah not so much. Not I think so much. it's cool. You know, the fact this... that you can program this thing with personalities, right? So you have your preferred water level, temperature. Ugh. You can even there's a little place to put bath oils in. It'll inject those into the stream automatically. Nice. Karen's and drooling. And it's a lit bathtub, this. so you can control lighting. And the bathtub will speak to you and tell you when it's ready. In Brazilian Ooh, or can you or you Portuguese? can control the lighting in the middle of your bath? Like, can you say dim it and then it dims? Well, no, that's not voice command. It just tells oh. you when it's ready. But I'm sure you can pull out your little iPod or uh, HPC and tell it to turn down the lighting on the bathtub. Can, can you have your iPod in the bath? Is that smart? Well, as long as you don't submerge it underwater, I suppose it'd be yeah. fine. I mean, I want. Here's the thing, and and this is the only reason why I have a husband is because in the middle of my bath, <laughs> the only reason I want, I want it, I want to be reading in my bath, but then I want only it to be dim. And in the middle of your bath, though, it really harshes your vibe to get up. So that's why I have a husband, so I can say, <laughs> shut off the light. <laughs> so now you wouldn't have to do that anymore. Exactly. So you, one of the technologies in this disturbs me is the fact that the uh, the bathtub calls back to the technical center there's any problem with the bathtub so it monitors its vital systems and automatically communicates any problems back to tech support mm, they don't really pictures. reference whether farting in the bathtub causes many problems but you know you might have people <laughs> knocking on your door at inopportune times you know this this really reminds me of, of, of a whole series of movies that were you know popular in sort of the late 80s and yeah. early 90s about houses that were intelligent that right. that took over and this bathtub can inject things it it has remote access it's right. got artificial intelligence it sounds it phones home different personalities you know Richard this sounds this sounds like the the lead in for a horror movie do you remember when the house fell in love with Marge Simpson on the Simpsons yes, and it I was do. creepy <laughs> that's Whose what it voice reminds did it me have? it was uh, I don't know it was sexy it was oh th- was it the new James Bond guy what's his name Pierce Brosnan? Was it no. Pierce Brosnan? Oh, maybe it was Pierce. 
I don't know. And uh, I, I would le- I would end this piece off with the most disturbing feature, which is the self cleaning feature. Uh, which on the surface sounds like a good idea. Do you think about the prospect of your bath filling itself and draining scalding. itself without you being involved? Mm. Wake up in the middle of the night. What's that noise? Uh, oh, my bathtub is taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. So it recursive. could actually inject cleaner and do that, though. There That's, you go. I love With that. With scalding water, I'm sure. Oh, I love it. It's like those toilets that were self-cleaning that killed some people. What? No, that was a roller coaster, man. All right, go ahead, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I can always count on the Japanese for a toy that, well, I just don't understand. Just and a, I'll well, take you to shrinkster.com slash six delta golf DG. Just, just so we're clear on that toy, <laughs> I just don't understand. Yes, it is. The remote control stag beetle. Hey, you Whoa. know, I just, Richard, I, just I want to be clear on that last point. Are you saying that a self-cleaning shit bathtub? Actually, no fucking time pass. Thanks. I got nothing. I got nothing. No, no nothing, actually, man. what was nothing. disturbing is that Carl assumed that Jeff gets Toilets and roller coasters confused, <laughs> which makes me think, what is Jeff doing on the roller coaster? But that's all. Yeah. Non sequiturs yeah, are see, funny sometimes. It's funny when Carl, when Carl, you know, makes a jab at me because he doesn't know what the f*** I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Way and to stay up on current events, Carl. Self-cleaning toilet, murderer's occupant, <sighs> trapped inside, whatever, man. Wait, I am so wait. not. Who got trapped Something. inside their toilet? There was a self-cleaning toilet that was... They Why were, were they in there? It was a toilet. It was like a bathroom stall. And this is all getting edited out. This is it was in Japan <laughs> yeah, there, or England. Yeah, there's, there's these public toilets, and as soon as you walk out of them, they lock themselves and rinse themselves off. Yeah, except... Must be Japan. This time, this guy didn't get out of it somehow, and it didn't detect he was in there, and I guess he killed him. Yeah, it killed him. It drowned him or killed him. It was him a Drano water. takedown. Because they fill yeah. like the entire stall with hot steaming water, right? Yeah, it's all watertight, right? All the way up to the top. Yeah. Let it sit for about 20 minutes and then drain it. Nice. After everybody in the public. After each person does it. Yeah, I'm thinking about crazy. what the next and the guy stalls, who went into that stall found. And the stalls are plexiglass. They're see-through, just like they, that last <laughs> bathtub we saw. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Or, Beetle. Yes. Ugh. Richard, why are we here, man? What is I this? I don't know. <laughs> what is this? This is a Japanese toy. It's a remote control stag beetle. Oh, wow. And you click the different tabs and it shows you, wow. Because is... it's actually, you can buy two of them and fight with them. That's the nice. goal of the remote control stag beetle, is to have stag beetle fights. That's hilarious. <laughs> Didn't they outlaw those If you can get your Tijuana? stag beetle horn underneath the other stag beetle horn and flip them over, you win. Nice. Well, this is awesome. I'm not <laughs> expecting this at Toys R Us anytime soon. <laughs> I'm Dude, just guessing rocks. here. That is this good. is not going to have a lot of traction. In North America. <laughs> no, it's awesome, man. It's I don't even know you could real say that. Or something. This is awesome. Yeah, that Remote is awesome. control stag beetle. This, ah. this totally makes up for the tempura USB. It <laughs> totally know, does. I love this. All I can say is there's a bunch of people who make their living at cockfighting who are going down, and they're not going to be happy about it. Cockfighting. All right, let's go. I don't know why you want to go. That's why Carl spends all month writing his jokes. Oh, you're just yeah. waiting to get back at him. That's simmering in Mark's back of his head. Touche, my that friend. Touche. Well, I usually expect the Japanese to give me really bad toys, and they're usually USB toys. I had to go to Germany for this one. Shrinkster.com slash six Delta Hotel DH. 
takes you to Zwei Zwei Biz. This is actually the translation page because it makes no sense when it's in German. <laughs> the Cat Corner USB Razor. <laughs> That's right, a USB powered shaver. <sighs> Why not? Why not? And I would recommend on your own time to read the text because, of course, Google's done such a great job of translating this from German. Oh, man. At the morning after a LAN party or a support unit up to the morning gray, measuring ELT the beard often the impression, one is still freshly. Nice. And I thought it was only the Japanese that got translated like that. Also with long journeys. With which one has only laptop. Unfortunately, however, not the hygiene implements against beard stature thereby. <laughs> one looks frequently not as professional as used. That's funny. That is pretty funny. I want to know how it got cat corner. That's a long yeah, URL, too. I don't know too. what that means. I can't decide if this is a cool toy or not, so I'll take you to it. You can help me figure it out. Okay. Shrinkster.com slash six Delta Indigo D.I. Orionlights.com. Orion Light. <clears throat> uh, what is this? This is a salt light. Oh, I have so a Apparently, you plug it in. It's made from salt, and apparently, it gives off good ions. They have a horrible web interface here. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little shaky, the fact that you can create these polarized ions, and somehow this is going to make you happier. I do like the look of glowing salt. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, glowing salt bricks I've seen before, and they're definitely very cool. Pretty. But the idea that this would improve your air quality by ionizing salt, I don't know. If everybody realizes, when you ionize something, you're splitting up the molecules. And those molecules, if we're talking about salt, is sodium, which is a metal that burns in air, and chlorine, which is something you use for poison. Right. So I'm not all that keen on the whole ionization point, but I'll admit it looks pretty cool. But can you lick it? You can. Oh, yeah. You absolutely Nothing's can. It's going to stop you. Yeah, my friend Jess has <laughs> one that she licks constantly. That's right. My friend Jess has one that she licks constantly. She Very licks nice. it all Is the time. Is she a horse by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that creeped me out is I was visiting her and she's like, yeah, you should lick that salt. I lick it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's really encouraging me to lick your salt. It's and you said, and you asked her, how many times have you licked it? And she goes, <laughs> oh, jeez. Sight gag. It's Carl Stamps. I know the gag you the... were doing and it's still a sight gag. It's a sight gag. <laughs> it's time. You're on the radio, man. Anyway, right. how, many how many times did you lick it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that works so much thunk, better. Thunk, thunk on the mic. Yeah, that sounds like a horse stomping out. his foot. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> anyway, right, anyway, she was a horse. Anyway. Another product that I haven't quite figured out yet. I just found out about it today, and I'm looking at it very carefully, because generally Hawking doesn't do such a bad job. Shrinkster.com slash 6 Delta Juliet DJ. The product is the Broadband Booster from Hawking Technologies. Uh-oh. Now, look. Anytime I see booster anything, I'm thinking bogus. Right? Mm. Remember Ram Boosters? Wait, don't there forget our... some serious bogus Don't software. forget our paying subscribers say bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea behind this thing is that you plug it in between your NAT router and your DSL or cable modem. That sounds it's painful. It's supposed to improve internet lag by doing quality of service like stuff 
but working better than quality of service. Oh. The theory being that not everything supports quality of service. So I mean, I imagine how this thing works. I mean, the whole issue here is that if you're using a voice over IP phone or something else that's sensitive to bandwidth, right? and then you're also running BitTorrent downloads by the dozen, yeah, you have trouble with your voice over IP. So quality service is supposed to clean that up, and it doesn't work all that well. So they've come up with this hardware solution to it. And I guess in theory, although I cannot find a stitch of documentation to prove <laughs> this, they're prioritizing the the packets by their type, which you have to instruct it sure. to do, and then somehow buffering them, maybe caching them to change the orders around. I just don't buy it. I went through the manual and it left me more confused. Yeah. What I don't like is a small silver box with two plugs on it, one in, one out, and four blinky lights, and no reasonable explanation of how it works. And not only that, but it looks like there's no way to buy this thing. I mean, it says buy now, you click, and there's just another page with information, and there's no price. Yeah. Does that make you nervous? Yeah. So it's not just me, right? But it says PC Magazine Choice. Uh... I don't know what the deal is here. I don't know if you can buy these things. I don't know. You know what? We'll hear about this product again. I'll go back to it as more information comes along. It's pretty new, and it's a little sketchy, and I don't like internet sna uh, snake oil like this, so yeah, this I'll is be bringing it thing. up again. If I designed this box, if I if I could get a box into people's houses, you know, people who don't really know what they're doing that had one Ethernet jack in, one Ethernet jack out. Yeah. It would just be saving passwords and forwarding them on to me. That's yeah, all it would exactly. do. <laughs> now, for a product we all understand and value, shrinkster.com slash six Delta Kilo. Delta Kilo. The solution to the one weakness of the cup holder. Ah. French mm. fries. Ah. And so the guys at Home Focus are selling us the French fry holder. Fits in a cup holder, but sized for that extra large box of fries. Wow. I don't know. Is this actually necessary? Yes. Yeah. It's there a, you go. No. <laughs> yes, yes, That's no. That's ridiculous. Delta Kilo. That's right, DK. You know, you, you thought you dealt a deck of cards, but you dealt a kilo. What did, <laughs> what did, what did Mark Miller's drug dealer do? He dealt a kilo. Works oh, fine oh it's just an adapter. It goes in the cup holder, but then that's it right. gets... Oh, so it's okay. in the cup holder. All right, that's and fine. And then it's the right size to hold your French fries. Notice I the clip-on ketchup cup. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. There you go. I don't like it. Put your ketchup right on your French fry holder. You know, if you get a power inverter in your car and you put one of those Orion lights in your car, you got a giant block of salt. You know, you can lick the salt, <laughs> eat the fries, right. you know, and it's You got it going on. Yeah. That's just what I need. You know, a high-tech yeah. way to kill yourself. For the base of that holder looks like something I've seen before. <laughs> and I'm trying to trying to place exactly what that they is. They have a cream for that, Mark. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> But I'm dumb. Come on, let's go next. Uh, there we go. <laughs> you ready for something cool? You got some beaver links or what? I'm saving them for the end there, buddy. Just right. hang in there. He's going to slam you with beaver at the end. Shrinkster.com slash <laughs> six Delta Lima. It's going to do the beaver slap dance. <laughs> no, false. No You're way. You're going to get pelted no with beaver by this the end of the Six Delta real. Lima, the world's smallest coaxial helicopter. No way. That's right. There's a guy sitting on a office chair oh with a motor God. over his head and a pair of whirling blades. Neat. That's bullshit. It's got to be bullshit. 
You don't buy it, do you? Well, he might be jumping. Well, <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, maybe he's only 10 feet off the ground. That could work, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. You like it? Yeah. How much? Uh, apparently, the kit's only about 30 grand. And it runs on two-stroke oil slash gasoline. <laughs> nice. And only works if there's no wind. It's a moped. It's a moped <laughs> with propeller blades on top. That's such a great idea. There you go. Well, for people stuck in traffic, that's a brilliant idea. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, using a two-stroke engine is great. It's, you know, for the weight, it's about twice as powerful as a four-stroke. But it's still a moped with helicopter blades. Oh. I would point out the site hasn't been updated since the middle of 2002. Uh-oh. I suspect... Some of these photos show him awful close to power lines. He may have had a bad encounter. <laughs> oh, Wait, isn't there a movie about a guy who went on one of these across the country? No, that was a tractor. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're right. There really are pictures of him by power lines. Yeah. Okay, I got one more flying toy for you. The problem is that the guy who made it, I'll have to show you his site after I show you this. Okay, I'm going to show you the video of the toy first. Okay. And then we can talk about the toy itself and what's happened to the poor guy who came up with it. It's really, really a quite a clever toy, and the video is impressive. Shrinkster.com slash 6 Delta Mike DM. More flying toys. One crazy RC toy. So this is the video, the music to the video you're going to hear. The you don't audio. have to watch the whole thing. Maybe the first, you'll know the moment when you're going, holy crap, then we can talk about it. Hydrofoam. Great music. It's a boat, right? It's a boat, right? It's a remote control boat. It's a fast remote control boat. Very Do they fast. turn into beetles and fight? They're <laughs> quick, aren't they? They are quick. Oh, Woo! whoa. It's flying. Whoa. whoa, did you see that? It's flying. All right, so it's a boat that flies. That's it also cool. drives over land as well. So it's an You don't have to stop it or anything. It just works on all these different services. Wow. It takes a pretty skilled pilot to operate it, huh. but an impressive little gizmo, isn't it? Yeah, I kind of like it. It's like a duck so tour. So this guy, Michael Connolly, came up with this idea mm-hmm. and built a few of them. This video came out of it, and of course, everyone went nuts for it. Yeah. He hasn't figured out how to actually produce them yet. And if you go to michaelconnolly.com, all the site says is, yeah, we came up with this electric airplane that also works on water and land, and we're trying to produce it, and please don't call us anymore. Oh, that's awesome. What's the site? michaelconnolly.com. There's no information there. There's nothing. The guy's just gotten buried. Wow. So he came up with a cool idea, he built two of them, and now his life's been ruined by the internet. This is a off. how do you spell Michael Connolly? Connolly, C-O-N-E-L-L? C-O-N-N-A-L-L-Y. A-L-L-Y. E-L-L-Y is an author, Michael Connolly. Yeah. Hydrofoam updates. A hydrofoam is a remote control electric airplane powered by a brushless motor and lithium polymer batteries. It is not a beginner airplane. We're working on getting the kits ready for production, but there is no pre-order list. They should be available worldwide in the near future. That narrows it down. We're not planning on making planes available at this time. Plans available at this time. Sorry. 
don't have a price yet, basically, you're right. Go away. Go away. He's got a forum, though. And he's using yeah, live poly with one message in it. Mm. Yep. And one reply. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So very cool. Hopefully it'll turn into a product someday. So all our listeners go there and say, hey, I heard about you on Mondays. I want to buy one. How much? Go ahead. <laughs> and leave a message in the forum. Maybe no, Michael Connolly could yeah. be a sponsor after that. Maybe. There you go. Yeah. Couple more products to go. This one I just had to talk about because it's pretty weird. Shrinkster.com slash six Delta November DN takes you to ensconcedata.com. Hmm. Ensconced data builds hard drives. Hard drives. But not ordinary hard drives. These are hard drives with self-destruct buttons. Ooh. They're called DOD hard drives for destroy on demand. Wow. Now the destruction mechanism is totally awesome. It's a spray inside the casing that basically removes the magnetic media off the platters. Wow. So let me tell you, the disc is erased. Now, the cool part is the triggering options. You can give a key sequence that will erase the disc. You can hit a button on the drive itself to erase the disc. You can have a remote control that will erase the disc. You can have it automatically destroy itself if it loses power. You can have it automatically destroy itself if it's moved. <laughs> if it's taken too far away from a particular location via GPS sensors built into the drive. Wow. Via uh, a cellular interface. Via an attempt to open the drive. Via lack of fingerprint, failure of login, change of temperature. All right, so you know what this basically is? A hard drive I don't want. Because no. it's going to destroy itself on me, man. No, yeah. actually... I, you wouldn't want to turn all those features on. <laughs> that would be bad. What did you say, Mark? Well, I was just saying, looking at this, I actually think this is a good idea for every every human on this planet to get. Because when the fucking aliens come, they're gonna, the first thing they're going after is our fucking data. And you can be sure we can put a major, major burr up the alien ass if we can turn off our data and get that out so they can't get it. We'll be like, fuck you, Mr. Alien. Fuck you. You're not going to get my porn. Maybe or monkeys. Maybe it could self-destruct if a monkey tried. The f***ing monkeys. Yeah, we got to protect against them too. Yeah. Okay. The last thing you need is a monkey checking out your directory listing, right? Seeing what's on your hard disk. Yeah, man. you wouldn't want your monkeys looking at your porn. I'm not gonna let monkeys listen to my MP3s. Okay. The last thing I f***ing need is more dancing f***ing monkeys. So the, I'm glad you brought me here, man. It's on my list. We're all feeling good about it. So I would mention there's an external drive model. I guess you don't want the motion version uh, features on turned on on that one. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Five and a quarter, three and a half, two and a half form factors for your laptops. That's insane. Prices begin at $6,000 and go up from there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's all about Get security. On demand. This reminds, me of, this reminds me of MacGyver. Yeah. It's very James Bond, isn't it? Yeah. So very my James friend Carl Franklin rings me up today. Via IM says we're doing the beaver show, so get some beaver toys. Okay, now look, I'm not gonna do stuffed beavers. So, did you Google for beaver toys? Just not gonna do it. Matter of fact, I did, and I found some. I found this one web page called Reaction Innovations, and I'll send you there in just a sec. But I just wanted to let you read a little bit about it. You tell me what you think this is. There's two products on this webpage. One is called Sweet Beaver. The other is called Ball Breaker. 
And there's some fine descriptions here, like the sweet beaver. Carolina style, the sweet beaver produces more action than you are used to. Very hot and very popular in the U.S. We are excited to see it has come to Canada. There's a video. All right. And then and the ball breaker was kind of interesting, too, because it said, when fished wacky style, the balls on the end create a new vibration. You know, all I can think right now, Take Richard. one ball off, and you've got a Texas rig and another very interesting presentation. Huh. All right, he, he's he, you're busting our balls here now. Come on, man. What Give is us it? a URL, man. Well, what is it? Tell me what it is. You I know, think it's a, a movie I reviewed. Lake. I think it's ice cream. com slash six Delta Oscar D zero. We'll take you to the Sweet Beaver and the Ball Breaker, oh, which are man. fishing lures. Uh, what did you think they were? The double wide beaver. Video. These, <laughs> these actually the wide beaver video. These photographs actually look like some other kinds of toys that I've seen before. Mark, where do you shop? <laughs> At the a toy store. You know, man, you are. Oh, L. A. Actually has. She's a lot like, of those she's like, where do you shop? I gotta go there. <laughs> the, no, the what's double that? Ended ball what's that big store? You know that big lingerie sex toy store in L. A. Uh, trashy. Fredericks of Hollywood. No, 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 not Fredericks. No, there's a like trashier, and I think it might be called trashy but i used to go no. there because my friend needed plastic outfits so i used to go there for a friend too <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my friend needs liked to dress in rubber and no i did i you know because you, your friend doesn't want to go in there right <laughs> no my friend was a stripper so she always <laughs> <laughs> your friend was a stripper okay ah now i understand and just to do one gratuitous beaver, Canadian beaver gag, shrinkster.com slash six, Delta Papa, DP, take you to one of the classic all-time Canadian beaver gags that there are, just to get it out of the way, because I know you all want one. So it's a movie. It's a video. They're in a bar. Commercial, Ooh, actually. Mr. Canadian. Mr. Canuck. <laughs> Where's your pet beaver? <laughs> And he pulls out a beaver. Attack. I am Canadian. That's a beaver on crack right there, if I ever saw one. Yep. Angry beaver. Yeah. <laughs> they have they have creams they can use to treat that. Very angry. They beaver. have yoga classes, you I think. Calm Very angry. that beaver down. i think that's enough toys don't you that's enough i think that's it we got a show oh god and uh before we sign off we we want a show and a half here before we sign off we want to uh tell everybody that we're going to be on vacation for a few weeks how many weeks two two i think we're gonna miss two is that why we made it extra long yeah we extra long right we're gonna take a summer vacation here couple of weeks but we also want to encourage people to help us spread the word about Mondays by telling a friend and uh you know send them over to our samples page and and download some of those mp3s and send them out by email or tell an enemy depending on how you view the show absolutely right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh what can i say it was a lot of fun 
So, Mark, you're going to a conference, right, in in the Netherlands? Going to uh, a conference in the Netherlands that I'm going into. After that, to... I'm going to Russia. Um, the Russia thing is a little bit – I'm a little bit apprehensive about that because I, th I think you know I, I went to the Air Force Academy in yeah. like the 1980s, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was the time when we were still at war with – you know, it was Cold right. War with Russia, right? Right. So I've been trained – to like escape from Russia if yeah, I'm ever yeah. shot down. So I think I'm going to snap when I go there, right? In my old military mode, I'll start like taking out like, you know, crossing border patrol guards. I'll be like over on the other side. I'll be in Poland, like with the underground. And before I finally unsnap and realize, oh shit, I got to get back to Russia for business, you know? So I'm a little bit apprehensive. All right. Well, have a good time. And uh, thanks all you guys for coming here and being with us on the show. Thanks, Jeff, Karen, Richard. Mark, of course, and hey, you people out there, have a great week. And don't blame us, man. It's not our fault. <laughs>